Welcome to SJL Daily. This is Dr. Doug Kirtley. Today's scripture is from 1 Corinthians chapter 5. We will be focusing on verses 1 through 8 that I will acknowledge are challenging to read, understand, and apply to our modern culture. I can imagine that this passage would not be embraced enthusiastically by a pastor for a Sunday sermon. And here I am, a layperson, wading into challenging waters. The pericope of chapter 5 is, Sexual immorality defiles the church. In the first three verses, Paul writes, It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and of a kind that is not tolerated even among the pagans. For a man has his father's wife, and you were arrogant. Ought you not rather to mourn? Let him who has done this be removed from among you. Two days ago, I spoke of Corinth as being a very immoral city. The words sexual immorality came from the Greek word pornea, the same word that is the root word for pornography. In this situation, a man is having sexual misconduct with his mother-in-law. For the culture at that time, it would really have crossed the line of morality, as even non-Christians would not have tolerated it. Paul reprimands the church in Corinth because they have not been bothered by it. He asked them why they were not grieving because of this egregious sin. And then he instructs them to remove the man from the congregation. We see similar immoral and sinful behaviors in our community today. And although this response from the congregation might occur in some strict churches, it would not be a common response. One response would be that it's not a very loving thing to do, or to say, just as long as he or she is not hurting someone else, or to think that he would just find another church to go to. Back then, the church was an integral part of the community being shunned by the church, would have had significant impact on their daily lives. Then Paul says some extremely tough words. For though absent in body, I am present in spirit. And as if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. When you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus, and my spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus, You are to deliver this man to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. So let me take a deep breath as we tread into these challenging waters. Here we have Paul pronouncing judgment on this man's sin. Today, we are in a no-judgment zone in the secular culture. Paul also told the church to shun this man in hopes that his spirit would be saved in the day of the Lord. Talking about tough love. In verse 6, Paul continues, Your boasting is not good. In those days, the word boasting had a different meaning. Today, we would think of boasting as bragging, as one would brag about themselves. But it could also have a more general meaning of praising or glorifying, such as in Psalm 44, verse 8. In God we have boasted continually, and we will give thanks to your name forever. In this verse, I have substituted the word arrogance. Your arrogance is not good. Then Paul gives the analogy. 
Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven, that you may have a new lump, as you really are unleavened. The making of bread would be something that the people would be very familiar with. In my own family, when we lived in Alaska, my mother would make sourdough bread. This requires that you have a starter yeast, which is passed from family to family. You would then take a pinch of it, place it in a bowl of flour with water, and it would leaven the entire batch to make a loaf of bread. If your starter had gone bad, your bread would not rise, and you would have a bad loaf of bread. Jesus had referred to the leaven of the Pharisees as their hypocrisy, and it could also relate to other sins as it did in the Old Testament. Paul then concludes, Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So we are to be sincere and truthful and also to do it with love. Hopefully, the sinner will recognize the error of his ways, repent, turn around, and come back where he will be welcomed in the arms of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we live in a day and a time where immoral and sinful actions are accepted as the norm. Please forgive us for the things that we have done and for those things that we have left undone. May we not be passive to our response. May we be true to your word and respond in love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.